0: Welcome to BFC Live, the daily video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. BFC Live highlights the company's brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis sector. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com. Yep, On this BFC Live, we connect with Emily Paxia of Poseidon. She's a longtime investor in the cannabis sector, and she's up for a panel that you can pick on South by Southwest Panel Picker. We'll post how you can do that on our website at businessofcannabis.com. This is BFC Live with Emily Paxia. Emily Paxia, thank you for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm excited to have you, and we have a topic to talk about, but before we talk about the topic we're going to talk about, tell us about Poseidon first for those that, I don't know, maybe probably only people new to the industry don't know what it is, but give us a little background about Poseidon.
1: Yeah, Poseidon is an investment firm that's been allocating capital into the cannabis and hemp industry since January of 2014. It was founded by my brother, whose birthday is today, August 19th, and myself. And uh, we've grown our team. We have an amazing set of folks working with us um, who have a range of different backgrounds and skills. And so couldn't be prouder of the organization that we have at Poseidon.
0: Yeah. And when you look on the Poseidon website, you will see some of the most important companies and brands in the space talk a little bit about sort of your investment like you know 2014 in normal years doesn't sound that long but in cannabis years is like the the stone age yeah
1: yeah so like dog years is seven so eight times seven is 56 so it's a long time uh, but we you know yeah we've been investing since before there were phrases such as multi-state operators or even licensed producers in Canada. We were investors when Canopy Growth Corp was Tweed, coming out of Ontario, Canada, and um, you know it's been it's been a wild ride. But one of the things that we set out to do was we're big believers in the industry as a net positive effect for society, and so for us it's been investing in the uh, the infrastructure across the entire landscape of the industry and. Actually, our first equity investments into what we call plant-touching co- companies, meaning that they are somehow involved in the cultivation, manufacturing, distribution, and uh, retail of the product, is uh, was in Canada because it was federally legal there. So, names that have now become household names like Afria and Canopy Growth Corp, we were private investors into that. And then we started to rotate our capital back to the U.S. as we've always been very bullish on our market. And um, since then, we've had a few different strategies investing into the industry, and we've covered now uh, the U.S., Canada, Mexico, Colombia, and Western Europe. So pretty excited to see Poseidon having a reach like that.
0: I like it. I like it. And and particularly why we wanted to talk to you today, of course, to hear about Poseidon and, and the the history and, and the and how you guys have been operating and allocating capital uh but we wanted to talk about the panel picker and i i I, i'm panel picker with emily paxia from poseidon it's a lot to get hold of in one day um tell us about the panel picker and what what folks should be deciding on and, and taking action on
1: yeah. So we've been a part of South by Southwest for a few years. I was very proud of them when they embarked on including cannabis. At first they included it on the wellness track and then they really created its own, tra- you know, cannabis had its own track. Um, this year we're on the panel picker for a couple of things that the one I'm on is for kind of the global market viewpoint of cannabis. And it's me and Boris Jordan and a few other names. And it should be really interesting discussion and discourse because I don't think we necessarily all perfectly agree on just, not just the thesis, but the timeline, the way that it'll roll out. So I think it'll pretty be a pretty lively discussion and I'm excited about it.
0: That's good fun because um, I think we often uh, maybe see disagreement like on Twitter, <laughs> um, but, but but in the context of a panel, it's, it's um, uh, either more or less confrontational, but, but the difference of opinions now, I think are really intriguing to sort of unpack why people think you know, some states are gonna go or some states are not, or Western Europe is gonna lead the way on CBD and hemp and maybe very long time. Like, I think all of those things are interesting conversations and they're interesting as conversations, but from your perspective, there's also real business opportunity and challenges within there as you guys are allocating resources.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, and we have a very, I mean, having, so Boris obviously has placed a large bet in Western Europe with their investment into EMAC. And I said Boris Jordan, right? Because did you hear about the hilarious uh, promotion that was going around saying Boris Johnson? Oh
0: my god, that would be a great panel. You'd be a
1: great panelist. It was show. great. I was like, oh, I didn't know I was on with the UK Prime Minister. This is going to be really interesting. But um, from,
0: to, from 2014 to being on with the British Prime Minister, that would be like that would be a big deal. That would be a big deal. Uh, I don't know where he sits on cannabis, but I'm thinking it's not totally
1: in alignment. But uh, but Boris obviously is a. He has a very strong point of view and so do I. So I feel like that'll be really fun and interesting. And, you know, I have a very strong perspective on LATAM as an interesting market to watch as well as Europe, but I think we can, we can talk around those things. And then you have Javier Haas from Benzinga, who is at any given time based out of Latin America and he's obviously carrying an interesting torch about a perspective of the markets down there as someone who's actually there at at many times. And then you have Stephen Murphy from Prohibition Partners who will be bringing in a whole different view because they do reports on the European markets. So I actually think it's a really well-balanced panel. and, And to your point, yeah, we can like bicker on Twitter, but what's more interesting is if you can have a discourse in person where you're not always aligned and then actually tease these little nuanced issues apart and let the viewers understand where they want to sit on this issue. So that's that's our job.
0: Yeah, it really, it's, it's really, I, I think even just thinking about the full scope, you talked about, I think 56 years, right? So it's 2014 and now uh, times seven. Um, and just, I wonder if you could take yourself back to sort of 2014, 2015, project five or six years later where you're having a conversation, A, with, sort of key leaders in the sector, of course, but even having a conversation about really the globalization of cannabis and where it will be. It seems like a long time, but it is relatively rapid to have the serious conversations really in that time horizon.
1: Yeah, one of the things when we started investing was to also hold ourselves out there as big supporters of the industry and also share that we are consumers of cannabis in various form factors and and what we talk about in, in the more mature CPG world of need states. And so, you know, it's like your CBD tincture in the morning, it's your cannabis beverage at night, like find the thing that works for you. But the whole thing about this industry is that it's been sitting on this wonderful spectrum of pretty full pharma or medical through wellness all the way to lifestyle. And having folks standing out there saying this is a part of my life the athletes have been a part of it the celebrities have been a part of it we like to think we all as a collective industry have been a part of it but i have been amazed at the pace of change around perceptions of this industry and it it really shows up in the elections that happen but on the global scale you can see some of the shifts that are happening happening both in terms of the Olympic discussions around this and the the UN, which has been one of our bigger concerns on the international piece is some of those treaties that the UN has in place that actually were dictated by the US back when we slammed cannabis into prohibition. So it's our job to continue to shift and shape perceptions around cannabis, to create regulations that can help the consumer to engage in the category, safely and happily, and then I think that we'll continue to shift it. but I really didn't think it would go this quickly. Um, and you know it is just interesting too to see how private industry is really leading the way and government's kind of dragging behind. Not that surprising, but you've seen this happen in the kind of the natural foods markets and organic markets and biodynamics. And, and now we're seeing it in cannabis too. So on a global standpoint, I've, I've been staggered. It's staggering the shift that I've seen. It,
0: it, it's funny because you're talking about it from a macro level and big picture, but we did an event, a uh, digital event uh, in South Dakota uh, last week. And those same conversations are happening on a very, very micro level. And, and you're right, it is industry pushing, it is also consumers and voters pushing and elected officials and regulators are like being dragged into it. But they're like the last (laughs) one. Like it's it's really like, look, if 75% of the people in South Dakota vote for something, they really want it and they really don't want you to stand in the way. And yes, there's an industry behind it. And yes, there's like, but it really comes from the grassroots. And so like they're the last ones to come to it, the regulators and elected officials and maybe the UN, the very last, but it's, the, the arc is moving that way.
1: The arc is moving that way. And it's like, what other issue are you ever seeing 75% of people agreeing on, especially in the United States right now? I mean, if that doesn't speak to the uh, to the politicians, I don't understand what, because it's their whole job to represent us and to understand the interests of their constituents. So you
0: can get a 50-50 yeah. vote on apple pie.
1: Exactly. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, I know where I land on apple pie. But apple pie with <laughs> cannabis, it would be like 75%, like it would be a whole thing. Um, yep. Yep. Uh, so we'll, we'll uh, uh, send out how people can uh, do their panel picker uh, and, and uh, we'll cast our vote. Uh, I don't know if 75% of the people will vote for your panel, but, but I think we might, we'll, we might get close. Uh, thank you for your time, Emily. It was nice to connect. I look forward to connecting with you down the road. Thank you for having me. That was Emily Paxia of Poseidon. If you like this program, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you heard the show. It helps support the work we do. We're able to do what we do because of our ongoing partners, including Alterna Savings, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, Gallagher, Headset, and Torca Maine. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com.